Exactly. And even like shit that like if so if it came down to it, like God forbid you were in some kind of investigation, but oh well, you know that you have like four contacts in your phone that's associated with some anarchist group or some shit like that. But what? That nigga's my barber. I mean, he talk funny. <laughs> he always say some controversial shit, but this nigga lying is sharp. I didn't even know they knew each other. They didn't know. <laughs> word. I didn't know they knew each Them other. I was like, ne- neo-Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> Never knew. He had a patch on his jacket. I thought it was tough. I thought it was some new Goyard shit or something that I just didn't know about, but... I didn't know that was the news swastika. <laughs> you know, 2020 What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. As always, I'm rocking out with my dog, iced out like DiBiase. Fuck that, Liberace. <laughs> it's my man. Somebody stop me. What's good, my man? In the building, man. What's going on, Playboy? Really, man. I just, I just got back from kickboxing class. Like, just real quick, man. I... Yo, you, you ever play a sport but just play it for cardio and somebody take it too seriously? Like, you just go to the basketball court for some pickup, but some nigga be like, yo, man, set a screen and then roll off of it. You got to roll to the hoop and just pop up from the elbow. I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm just here to lose a couple of pounds. I don't know if you ever experienced that shit. Nigga drawing plays and shit. Yeah, you play flag football. They're like, yeah, man, you're going to do a button route. You're going to do a double move. I'm going to hit you right there. Boom, and the touchdown right there in the hash in the hash marks. But nah, bro, I, I ain't in here for all of that. I don't know what Guard. that means. <laughs> I don't know Shout out to Ha Ha Davis that's, that's my favorite comedian nowadays But Yo uh, Nah man like So I went to kickboxing And you know You pair up You just kind of learn the moves And it's only like my I've only been there a few times So I'm not nice with the blocks and shit So we paired up So I paired up with this dude And he's he been there for a while So he's real helpful But we're moving kind of slow Because well, hold, I hold don't on. know the moves Let me ask a question Because I, I Is this Do you go as a couple Or is this like single Just you go kick Not just me oh, Okay alright all right. I didn't, know if, was, time, I didn't yeah. know if it was a couple's thing Alright go ahead Nah 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 right. So it they paired me up with a dude. He was really helpful. He's like, yeah, you do it like this. He's like, but we was going kind of slow because I just wasn't getting shit. So the coach, he he said, all right, let's switch. Uh, you know, Keith, you go with this dude. And then, so I went with the dude and we, you know, he said, all right, we're going to do like a one, two, and then two kicks, whatever. And then you're just going to block it. And then you don't do a one and then you just throw anything. And then a three, like something like that. Right. Yeah. And so he said, all right, you guys go ahead, start. So the other dude. My partner, nigga, put a mouthpiece in. I said, nigga, what are you, what are you, what, what's about to happen right now, B? Because <laughs> the whole class is just kind of teaching you moves. He's like, all right, we're going to practice. Like, if somebody throws, like, some sweeping kick, you just kind of parry it or throw, put your leg up to, to block it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember, I don't know if you saw the Anderson Silva fight. Uh, with um, I forgot, it's a white dude, um, Chris Weiderman. Yeah, with the shin, he broke his shin or something. He like that. He, he did Chris Weiderman, uh, Anderson, Coo- uh, Anderson Cooper, <laughs> Anderson Cooper be fucking people up too. Uh, Anderson Silva, he threw that that like little kick to the shin, but he the homie blocked it and broke. Uh, and it, so we learned that yeah, pretty yeah. much okay. that block. Oh, how to block so, it with your shin like that? Okay, I don't know. Yeah, saying. exactly. Do it from the left and do it from the right, uh, and then like you know jab, cross that type of stuff, like basic shit. Okay. So I went with this dude. This thing of throwing some neck shit. Like instead of throwing that joint from the left or the right, he threw like a straight one straight to the gut. I'm like, yo, bro. We, <laughs> I didn't say it, but I'm like, he said, you all right, bro? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, trying wait, to... hold on. Y'all not holding pads or nothing like that? <laughs> no, you got, you got, right. No, we're not holding pads, but you got like shin pads on. Yeah, so, like, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking you holding a bag and he about to kick nah, the nah, dog. Nah, he... the only, the only protection you got is shin pads and you wearing like glove, like oh, sparring yeah, gloves that, or whatever. That, uh, what's it called? Saget shit for real. <laughs> yeah, son. Yo, he was throwing some shit down. I was like, yo, I ain't learned that yet, B. <laughs> So like I'm so I went first. So he's like, all right, one you know, one person throw their strikes and the other person defends, and then you so I went first, you know, threw my little slow jab, my little slow cross, whatever, you know, he's blocking it. Then he came out with some combo. Bap, 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 bap. I said, What? <laughs> you know, so I'm there blocking shit. He threw like I'm blocking, but I'm blocking like four moves ago. <laughs> so I was Yo, it was a real fight, so I would have been destroyed. So and then he threw a straight one. I was like, yo, how do you even I asked him, I was like, how do you block that? <laughs> what are you doing? I said, yo, how do you 
So he just kept, I'm like, yo, man. I'm like, yo, I'm just here for the cardio B. I'm just. <laughs> Nigga, like, yo, can I work with the girl? Like, what <laughs> Yo, that's how I was like, yo, man. Can, yo, I can I work with homie in the wheelchair? It looks like I, I might stand a chance against him. Yo, man. Yeah, man. That was my <laughs> that was, morning. That was like, you do that weekly? Once a week or? I try to. I'm trying to do it more often. So this is like a, a trial pass. You do like three classes, mm-hmm. just like for thirty bucks, just to try it out, and then you could like sign up for more. Okay. I think I might sign up because I, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's like a total body kind of thing. It just is different and kind of keep me not bored. You know, what I'm saying whatever the opposite of keep me amused or whatever. Okay. No, that's good, man. It's, it's always good to try different things. I was running for like a shit, like a week, and then my knee started acting up again. But I'm gonna get back into it. <laughs> my knees are acting crazy though. Yeah, I mean, if you're serious about it, man, make sure that you got you gotta do like 35, man. And you never you never was really a runner like that. You can't just be going and running out there like you 20 and shit. You gotta like get you some good shoes, do your stretches. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, a couple times a week, and make sure you do leg day. Make sure you get your hips real strong. Yeah, get yeah. So Cause it'd be so. Yeah, you like I didn't even know I had. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know I had yeah. shit that could get sore right there. I'm like, damn. But it was, yeah. it was it was a cool. Uh, <clears throat> it's a cool little exercise, you know what I mean? Like I said, I took a little break from it because my knee was killing me, so I was just doing a bike. But I don't know, I'm going to have to get some CBD or something. <laughs> yeah. So one of these new I mean, ages shit, you know? Well, that too, but like, as far as, because like, who knows, man? You're probably wearing your, your, all your shit down. Like, there's so much shit in your knee to wear down. And just naturally, if you never played a sport, just naturally your knees is going to wear down just because life. And I like, I, I stood on the sideline in high school playing football. So my knees they take too much damage, but then I had a physical labor job in like you know what I'm saying my mid twenties. So that shit, that Yo, shit. Trust me, man. Do do little like Google like uh, exercises for like ACL tears. Like you can do that shit. Oh, okay. okay. Because the, the muscles around the knee, if you could guard your knee with muscles, it'll take all the stress off your ligaments and all that shit. Okay. Yeah, I never thought about it. like the little rehab shit that they be doing for the. Uh, you pretty much doing prophylactically, like yeah. Because remember, I tore my meniscus, so I was doing all that shit. I didn't go as hard as like an ACL dude would go because okay. it was it wasn't like structural structural damage, but like I was doing a lot of that shit, like getting mad exercise, band work, mad hip work. You know the shit when you lay on your back and uh, your knees is at ninety degrees, okay, and then you kind of hump in the air. That that, that move, hip lift. So, so your your knees are your knees are at ninety degrees. So your knees are bent. Your knees are bent. So you really right on your back, and, and you lift like, your hips from that from that position. Exactly, like your feet <laughs> you, 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 on on your back, feet flat on the floor, like your feet oh, is flat. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. that your knees is bent. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That joint deadlifting, all that shit. That's good for your knees. And, oh, that shit's good for your knees. It's so it's not directly for your knees, but what happens is, and not to turn this shit into a medicine podcast, but <laughs> get deep. It's terrible radio right now, but <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. But your hips, your hips, like if you get strength in your hips, then it, it kind of takes away from the pressure in other parts of your legs and shit, and even your back. Uh-huh. Like your hips is is on the low is like super important. In a way, it's almost part of your core, kind of the shit that kind of keeps you. Sturdy, yeah, 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 it makes sense. Your it's hips, like a little balance, your back, part of your, your lower back, yeah, yeah exactly. Balance, yeah. So if you get your hips right, like that shit helps a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So like if you used to fuck your knees or your ankles up, you you go to physical therapy, they start working on your hips. But nigga, I don't know if you read the chart. My knee hurt. <laughs> you got me out here. You got me out here doing clamshells now, nah, bro. I, read my shit. I'm, I'm <laughs> Keith, man. I'm not Barbara. That's her over there. She broke a hip. But now, nah, like your hip joint, like it's so important. Like that's where it'll start. My knee hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. Well, where else other than Perfect Talk podcast you gonna hear hip talk? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hip talk, man. Thirty five years old. <laughs> you gotta talk about you gotta that. Shit, your right? hips. Niggas still think they twenty five, man. Yeah, man. Out there just running, running in Air Maxes and shit. Them bubbles don't do shit, man. You gotta get you some new balances. <laughs> Wearing them Nikes for fashion. <laughs> yeah, like you gotta get some new balances, some ASICs, some shit that you never rock. And not the Onutsuka Tigers, them joints that the fashion joints. You gotta get some proper shit, especially if you flat footed. Well, I, I was gonna segue uh, old niggas acting young <laughs> and going to yeah, our yeah, first segue. topic. Uh, shit, Larry Johnson. I don't know if you remember Larry Johnson. He played in the NFL, Kansas City Chiefs. He's retired, uh, I believe, retired right now. He's not playing. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea. I, you said Larry Johnson. I'm like, oh, Grandma Ma's back? <laughs> it's Grandma Ma's fucked up situation. He probably, is he still, no, he's, is he still alive, right? Now he died, right? 
No, that was Mason who died. Nah, Mason yeah, died. I think he's talking died. about Anthony Mason. Yeah, Mason yeah. died. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, Larry Johnson. Said one of them six six <laughs> <laughs> New York yeah. Knicks motherfuckers. Um, yeah. Anyway, former NFL star Larry Johnson. He we wrote on um, Twitter, and I won't even get really into it. But he's talking about basically, you know how Megan Thee Stallion is blowing up right now. She's all over the mm-hmm. radio, and I like Megan Thee Stallion. I'm a fan of hers. I think her style is different, and I like I like female rappers. You know what I mean? That that can spit. Um, he doesn't. <laughs> Apparently not a fan of Megan Thee Stallion. The people was like, "Oh, you know how to? She got a following. She got some type of hive. <laughs> Everybody got a hive nowadays. So they they kind of blasted back at him like, oh, you probably just think she whack because she ain't let you.' You know what I mean? Beat da da da. You know what I mean? He tried. I don't think he tried, but you know what I'm saying. I never got that made, but I'll let you know. I'll you we judge it from his response. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> but by the way, man, that's such a schoolyard. This you just mad because she ain't let you beat me. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, he well he matched schoolyard with schoolyard in my opinion. But you look, you tell me what you think. Yeah. All right. For those who think I was hating on at the stallion Meg, the pony, because <laughs> uh, you think I wanted to sleep with her, don't know my history. I had better. Then it goes into a list. <laughs> Julissa Bermudez in parentheses. I wanted to marry. Chili. BT? I believe so. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Chili. TLC from TLC, <laughs> uh, Maya of of Maya fame, uh, Andrea, which I believe was like one of those reality show, uh, maybe housewife chicks or, or basketball wise show, you know. What I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then he added it uh, dot 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 and a bunch of distant never minds. Don't DM me. Which okay, maybe you somebody got in, must somebody saying you wanted to pipe Megan Thee Stallion got you tight, but I don't understand why you got to bring. <laughs> Chili from TLC down <laughs> You know what I'm saying For no damn reason Like What does no. she have to do With anything here Hasn't she CTE gone through is crazy Hasn't she gone through enough <laughs> Hasn't Chili gone through enough dog Like Maya <laughs> My man said Here's a list of celebrities That I fucked <laughs> That's crazy That's crazy man That CTE is bugged out man You got that Antonio Brown strain Yo That is I don't even. It's like what is that? Is, is that that's not even slut shaming. That's just like <laughs> that's you. That's like snitching. That's just not being a gentleman. That's man. just snitching. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna just call out. I, that is corny, bro. As hell, man. You like, gotta be a gentleman <laughs> about your shit, man. That's crazy, man. By the way, man, I really like Megan Thee Stallion. I, I've been listening to her joint uh, lately. Yeah, and sure, uh, right. yeah, man, she. Not a, I like her shit a lot. But yeah, man. Uh, and there's another um, rapper that honestly like. Since I don't like follow it closely, like uh, Saweetie. So- oh yeah, yeah. Sound- you, you was talking about her a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> they sound different, but they got the same vibe. So sometimes I don't, oh, you can't- I don't be knowing who I'm listening to. But both of them shits, man, be having me moving. But City girls, City girls too. City girls got a nice city girls. Sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, JT just came home. If I'm, I, I, yeah, JT, I believe her name is just came home. Oh, is they, are they from Florida? I, I assumed Atlanta because they down with that quality control, but I have no idea. I should Google that. Let's Google that. <laughs> oh, okay. No, nah, I was one because they they hold like the whole swing of their songs is like. Yeah, one of them's out Young Miami. Her name is Young Miami. They got that Trina kind of old school sound, right? If 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 like you know what I mean with the flow. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's why I like it so much. It's probably they flow. Mm. Yeah, I got kind of old school. Yeah, that shit is dope. But that's crazy though. Listening like that remind me of that. Uh, that game song featuring Kanye wouldn't wouldn't get far. Some shit oh like yeah, that. yeah. It was just what is? I, I always thought that was corny, and I don't I don't know if you have the same opinion, but I've never been the type of dude that like needed to go in a public forum and say I slept with this chick and I slept with you know what I'm saying like would you, you see it like Bow Wow would go on the Breakfast Club sometimes and call chicks out that he messed with or something like I don't like to me. I feel like that's foul to the chick because now she in a new relationship. She just chilling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying Now her man is like Oh word Larry Johnson Not even the cool one <laughs> <laughs> Not even grandma ma. I could've got, got some CTE Larry Johnson Word I could've got some Converse out of this shit Word <laughs> But like that's that That's crazy I mean, yeah, I mean not that I've Even had a, a Huge public forum In my life But Yeah I can't imagine Doing that joint Like you just gotta You gotta keep that Like you gotta just be A gentleman about your shit man yeah, it's corny. And then poor, like the real Larry Johnson, <laughs> probably got some crazy tweets. Like, Chili, I ain't sleep with no fucking Larry Johnson. <laughs> I don't even know this nigga. Word. <laughs> she like, oh, that never th- won a championship. <laughs> nah, but um, shit, bro. I guess in more serious news, in more grown up news, and a tragic situation that happened. Uh, we never got to speak about the Amber Geiger, um, Botum Jean situation. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tragic. Yeah. Tragic, tragic, tragic. If my memory serves me correctly to the, our audience, I don't think we ever actually spoke about when it happened initially, but if I remember correctly, and, and Keith, correct me if I'm wrong on any of these details, um, a young Dallas police officer um, went home to what she thought was her apartment, but she was on the incorrect floor. Um, the apartment was unlocked, entered it, and seen um, Botum Jean, a young black man, sitting on his own couch eating ice cream, watching TV. Um, when mm-hmm. he got up to see what was going on while someone was coming into his apartment, she actually shot him. She was, she was an off-duty police officer, used a weapon and shot him. Um, uh, rather than using her uh, walkie-talkie um, to get backup of somebody there to help him, she called 911. She went through the whole process. She was freaking out when, when stuff was going on. Um, got arrested before it was going on. Well, did she not, not get arrested at first? She wasn't she? arrested on the, on the spot. Yeah, yeah, not at first. Um and then eventually, you know, with an investigation, they arrested her. Um, there was a lot of mixed feelings and opinions going on with this whole uh, case. But the verdict was she was found guilty of mur- murder in the murder. Yep. Yeah. Was second degree first. I'm not even sure. No, no that I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but she was found uh, guilty of murder and sentenced to 10 years in prison. Yeah. Um, the jury had an option of convicting her of manslaughter, but they they um, which is a higher charge. Yeah. I was going to say manslaughter is lesser charge. Um. And and you know a lot of people were were upset just why was what was going on. There was the brother who hugged uh, Amber Geiger, who was the mm-hmm. police officer. People were did the, I don't know if the, did the father hug her too. Um, nah, to my knowledge, it was the, his younger brother, mm-hmm. Botham Jean's younger brother. He's like eighteen or something like that. Yeah. And the judge hugged her. Oh, that's okay. And the judge was black also, right? Mm-hmm. And there was and this Amber Geiger's white, correct? In case you ain't know. Yeah, yeah. And there was this discussion of are, are black people too forgiven? To police officers, which I don't—that's a whole discussion in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I—I—I I, I, I don't really even want to touch that. But just just such a sad story. You know what I mean? This whole situation that happened. Like, you know what I mean? And I guess I don't know if that this falls into us black people being forgiven. But I kind of do feel for Amber Geiger. I, I think the sentence is correct. I think you know what I'm saying. Which what she's going—the time she's going to serve—is is um. Yeah, obviously, there's people that served a lot longer times for murder, but mm-hmm. I think because of the given situation, if she's genuinely shot him out of mistake, then that, that yeah, I think ten years is appropriate. And you do feel for someone if if she's telling the truth. If you know what I'm saying, um, it's a sad situation. And then especially for Bolton Gina and his family, young man, young successful guy, did great at his job, was loved by his coworkers. I've, I've heard them speak on and on about him and it's it's just a, a sad situation overall so rest in peace to uh both Jean and I'll let you talk on the situation Keith yeah I, th- I think the jury kind of recommended that sentence of 10 years I mean you know it, it, clearly there's a whole black and white thing if that was a black cop or, or just a black person who shot a white person in that same you know in similar circumstances you know would they have just gotten 10 years and a couple hugs and stuff like that there's mm-hmm. that you know there's of course, is that it doesn't seem fair, but I just think that black people should get the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that because people are mistreating mistreating black people that a white person, because of that, because of that, that a white person should get harsher treatment. I think black people should get better treatment, if that makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying because then it feels almost retaliatory. Yeah, yeah. but it, it is a sad case. That it's a sad. Sad thought when you think that a black person wouldn't have gotten that, you know, all all that stuff, all you know, being reg- kind of regaled with love and shit like that. Everyone needs some love if they, you know, when they going away. Mm-hmm. Everybody, but she mm-hmm. happened to get it. Yeah. And granted, who yeah. knows who? And at the by the way, and at the same time, that's I forgot what state it was in, but they had that judge who gave um, a juror ten something like ten days in jail because he showed up late to jury duty. Mm. Jail them <laughs> late to jury duty. That's now, insane. I don't. I don't knock the hug at a black, all. A black guy, by the way. Exact <laughs> came to work. <laughs> yeah, I could have stayed home. <laughs> um, now I don't. I don't. I don't knock the brother at all for wanting to hug. I don't knock the judge. Like if you feel forgiveness in your heart, then then you want to hug somebody. That's cool. Because I'm just a firm believer of being holding grudges and being upset at somebody. Mm. affects you more than it affects that person you're upset at you know what i mean and if right. you feel in that moment like i can forgive you i can move on from this um i genuinely believe that you this was a mistake and amber guy gets sent racist texts to her friends mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying I, i'm well aware of them i have them you know what i'm saying like one time she texted his, a friend texted her or oh, sorry a fellow police officer 
um, texted her. I was at an area with five different black officers. Not racist, but damn. Her- <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it starts, not racist, but <laughs> it's racist. Her response was not racist, but just have a different way of working. And it shows, you know what I'm saying? She's insulting the way those black officers are working. Another text was on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, one of her co-workers texted her to complain about the parade in, in, um, in honor of Martin Luther King. When does this end, LOL? Geiger responded, when MLK is dead, dot, 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 oh, wait. And just two days before um, she killed Jean, uh, Boltum Jean, a friend texted her that they recently adopted a German shepherd that may be racist. Her Geiger's response was, it's okay, I'm the same. A minute later, she added, I hate everything and everyone but y'all. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't a person who's an angel, but I'm sure, you know what I'm saying, if you went through everybody's texts, you're not gonna maybe gonna find some racist, but you'll find something that they're not proud of. So, like I said, knowing this, and they, I know that they wanted to forgive her in that moment, that they sat in a courtroom with her, and they still felt, you know, what I mean, compelled to hug her. Most more power to them, you know what I mean? It's, it's better than to, for them to be walking around with anger in their heart about it, because there are a lot of cases where cops are shooting people that they can mm-hmm. be angry about. You know what I mean? Right, and it's crazy. Like I found it crazy that his little brother was able to forgive, and people are are knocking that. That was like. 18-year-old kid to do a, a huge move like that. Yo, your brother just got murdered. Mm-hmm. And to hug the murderer, to have that level of forgiveness that your faith guides you that that strongly, and to say that that's whack, I, it's, it's insane to me. I wish I, I could have that level. Though, I wish yeah. I had a level of forgiveness. That's awesome, you know what I mean? But go ahead, my fault. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, like today, I told you about the kickbox. A homeboy kicked me in my gut and knocked the knocked the wind out of me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Nah, it's cool." But then after he asked me for, asked me for a piece of like a little granola bar, and I'm like, "Nah, nigga, you got <laughs> kicking like we ain't cool like that after what you done to me, man." <laughs> <laughs> he keeps dropped it on the floor like, "Nah, <laughs> you want it here, man?" All right, boom. Oh shit, it dropped. Sorry, dust it off. Nah, but that that level of forgiveness, how could you not commend him? That's insane. Like. To to exercise your faith and like in on full display, like that's the definition of forgiveness. The type of forgiveness that uh, people talk about when they talk about Jesus and all that stuff, like that. That's it. Right? He exemplified yeah. it, and that, that's that's insane to me. And then for a judge to actually show show some compassion, you know, she laid down the law, she she presided over the trial, did all that stuff. Trial done, sentence, boom, boom, boom. Um, the the judge that had an interview said that Amber Geiger asked her something like. Um, can God forgive me for this? Or will God forgive me? And the judge said, yeah, yeah, God will. And then the judge went in our chambers, got a Bible and gave it to mm. And people's mad at that. Um, mad at that. Of you know all things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... things to be upset about. It's tough to see because... And maybe it's probably just me going through therapy and shit like that, that the quality of forgiveness or just letting things go. Well, I don't know that both of Jean's brother could let this go completely, but to let that aspect, anger go... And then move on with his life and get to grieving. More that's, that's that's so huge, huge for him. Like his life is forever changed. You know what I'm saying? This, not that it has ruined his life, but it definitely doesn't help the fact that his older brother died mm-hmm. and uh, and got murdered, no less, in his own house. You know, the, all the the circumstances stink, but the fact that he's able to just. Let that anger go. Get that anger off his back, so that everything else that's on his shoulders, he could start dealing with that. And like that's that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. And I hate when people say just thoughts and prayers because we do. I definitely do genuinely mean it. Like that's something such a loss for that family, and I'm I'm praying for them that they're able to get through this and move on as a family. Uh, pastors, I pray for Amber um, Amber Geiger, and you know what I mean, like what she's going through as well. Um, Keith, we gotta move on though. We, and you know what I mean? It's rapid fire edition of our favorite, favorite, favorite segment. Have you heard? Have you heard, dog? I tell Keith some headlines. He lets me know has he heard them. Ready, dog? Rapid fire edition. Go for it. Uncle Lou calls out Jay Z for J Lo and Shakira Super Bowl halftime show. As you may know, Shakira and uh, J Lo have been chosen to be the halftime uh, performers at the Super Bowl this year. Um, which is taking place in Miami, and Uncle Luke is not too happy about that. 
<laughs> he uh, called out Jay-Z saying, I am so pissed right now that I want to use some profanity, but I got a lot of kids that follow me on Instagram. That don't even sound like Luke. <laughs> but that's, that's the new Luke. That's the coach Luke. Luke and Campbell? <laughs> what? <laughs> that Luke? Yeah, nah, that's the football coach Luke right there. That ain't. <laughs> I, I guess so. Uh, you know, I guess a man could change, but Luke, have you seen your album covers? I'm not even talking about the lyrics, man. <laughs> I want to use some profanity, but I got a lot of kids that follow me on Instagram right now. <laughs> Have not heard about that. That is interesting. <laughs> nah, and, I'm, uh, hold on. I'm going to let you finish this quote. My fault. We got world-class entertainment here. I done thought you had some sense to get Pitbull, Flo Rida, Rick Ross, or somebody, Trick Daddy or somebody. We don't need the NFL. Our hotels are already full. You need us. <laughs> Jay-Z, you got to fix this shit. I'm going to keep it 100. So have you heard that? And, and what do you think Jay-Z's, I guess, uh, overall impact is going to be with this whole Super Bowl partnership? Do you think it's going to come out to be a positive, maybe a negative? A positive for who? Jay-Z, his image and just his for legacy. Jay, oh, for yeah. Jay-Z? Yeah. Yeah, I think his legacy is more or less Yeah, I think sealed. I think, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's great business, J-Lo and, and uh, Shakira, like, but... Neither of them are from Miami. But is that a Super Bowl thing? Is it, what has the Super Bowl ever been like? Yo, you're performing in New York. We're going to have. I don't know. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Because you know what? I actually, like, the, when they have the performances, like the. What's it called? Like the. um, Not the main event, but like the undercard events, like the little, you know, whatever. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. park when the they play- have the joint. Yeah, like the playoffs and shit like that. You talking about? Yeah, yeah, like the. Yeah, exactly. Maybe like the. um. The like the conference championship, mm-hmm. whatever they call it, like the, the shit like that, or like if they have a you know there's events leading up to the week of Super Bowl, so they would have people performing in like let's say a park or something like that, like a festival. Yeah, um, yeah, they would have like local acts there. But yeah, you're right. But Luke has, you know what it is, it's expectations. So Jay Z did this thing, and I guess he's like some kind of cultural czar for the NFL. And you would expect that if he was to have his hands into the the whole Super Bowl joint, like the entertainment may look a little bit different. But from a money and enter, like just pure entertainment, taking away all the culture stuff and all the political stuff, if you're running it and you, and you get off the bat, you got J Lo and, and Shakira. That's a pretty good move. I think all in all, Jay Z's gonna win. Think about all the stuff that could have harmed Jay Z's legacy, and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. He was the I think the president of Def Jam. Yeah, I mean, it was, aside from Rihanna, like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't stupendous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's um, it's I think it's an appropriate fit, and I think it's it's so easy for people to go to the oh, all right, well, we got a brother in there now, so now things is gonna change for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's mad. Like, oh, when when he does it, when he picks J Lo, who hip hop adjacent, I guess she is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she's from the Bronx, I guess. Yeah, and, and she, she's only live of color, so yeah, she could dip her toe in hip hop. If she showed up at Hot 97, I think people are impressed. If she showed up at the Breakfast Club, I think people are impressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so with that being said, like I think J Lo is close enough related to hip hop. Shakira is closely enough related to world music that it brings everybody together for something that the entire world is watching. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they do have that appeal, like, like. And it being in Miami. So, yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, it, it checks out. But I see where Luke is coming from. I guess he's from that city. It's like... how did? But how did you feel when you seen Big Boy come out last year? Well, that's the thing. So I was just <laughs> about to mention last year because it was in Atlanta, right? Yeah. I think the act... It was um, Adam Levine was the... the Maroon uh, 5. Maroon 5. Maroon 5. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, okay. I, I mean, so Maroon 5, I just don't find them to be... When I think about sports, I don't think Maroon 5. Like, I can't bench press. <laughs> I can't bench press a no Maroon 5 song. You know what I'm saying? I can't throw up, you know, 225s on each side on, you know, playing on Maroon 5. I'm end up breaking my chest plate. Can't get jiggy to this shit? I can't get jiggy to this shit. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, not like how. So th- that's the issue with that, but that's a big act. That's a big draw to get Adam Levine, Maroon 5, whoever. Yeah. And then they said, oh, y'all don't like that? Man, here goes the big boy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Atlanta. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what said, that's what they did. They said, shut up. There goes <laughs> big boy. And they go, y'all, you want, I don't know, let's get the Morris Brown marching band. I don't know, whatever y'all want. Just shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> so th- f- for this, this is actually more fitting. 
You know what I'm saying? If you were to, if you want to compare the two, if you want to think about this year uh, or in 2020 with J Lo and Shakira, mm-hmm. and think about it in the context of um, what's his um, Maroon Five in Atlanta, yeah. this is way more way fitting. more appropriate. The whole world <laughs> music um, appeal. Um, J Lo has Spanish language songs. She can rock that whole joint. She's a sick dancer. Yeah, excellent performer. I don't know, like right. I don't like I I don't know I can't list a whole bunch of her songs, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel like if they start playing, I'm like, I remember this. I remember, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, man, J-Lo, don't let her bring out Ja Rule. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like damn. If she bring out Ja Rule, I'll be gangster, sort of. Because <laughs> then most kids would be like, who who is that? What? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, man, the uh, baby has is really letting go in these last couple months. <laughs> is that the nigga from Fast and Furious? <laughs> <laughs> Word. Yo, rapid fire. We hold on. We got to move on to the next one, man. Ready for the next article, Keith? Yep. Uh, have you heard? Horny people, you're free. Instagram's following tab is gone. No longer can you cringe while seeing your friends or coworkers uh, thirsty late night likes. <laughs> Article comes from BuzzFeed and uh, just to round it up. Remember on Instagram, you start a little following or well, your activity tab would show you. Yeah, what you could just click on it and what like, people you, know, you follow. Easy is liked this or now pick up easy just started following that. Yeah, yeah, and then I didn't know about that at first. I ain't so I'm liking all types of pictures. I ain't realize. There's a whole tab saying Plick a Peasy done liked 40 Pog pitch pictures this week or mm-hmm. Plick a Peasy done been on this chick's page or that chick's page. But now they got rid of that tab. So now dudes is doing whatever they want to do. <laughs> yeah, you're very aware of it if you're in a relationship, like in, a, in relationships. You know what I'm saying? I've been in one for a while, so I'm very aware of that. All the technology. And, uh, you got to be aware of all the technology. Hell yeah. Yeah. But to your, to your point, though, I did hear about that. And that joint was in the, in the boot up community for dudes like that. It's a game changer. <laughs> you know, it was like you engage with social media in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> Like I mentioned before, I was, we were talking before about just privacy. Even if you ain't doing nothing, if you ain't doing nothing, still you don't like your moves being tracked. Mostly just in case you want to do something, or just in case you slip up or something. Like you don't want you want the liberty to just be human, yeah. and that that kind of. I mean, not that you should just go clicking around on you know. Oh, you could a debaucherous. Tra- yeah, yeah, because you pages. still could get caught up. You still could, <laughs> you still could click on like a chick's page and see like, oh, I ain't know, <laughs> I ain't know this person followed her because Instagram still does tell you that information. So don't go. Yeah, <laughs> don't I mean, go like, like I said before, like you could always find if you're looking for something wrong, you'll find something wrong. So like if I clicked on some, not even like like some attractive woman's page who happens to wear tight fitting clothes, oh, like fitness models. Mm-hmm. You know, like if the wrong if the wrong person's looking, they'd be like, "Oh, you clicking on like assy pages, like just pages with ass on it." But I know this person's working on their glutes. I happen to like it. She's a fitness coach. She's a fitness coach, exactly. <laughs> and it happens to be that's the pictures. Like I guess they showing results. I suppose. <laughs> but you know, depending on who's looking, they'd be like, "Oh, this guy is gross." Yeah, it's no, it's not the case at all. So I think that is you know what it reminds me of way back you know, when Facebook first got released to all colleges before it got released to the general public and it there were maybe like a handful of schools i think it was just like ivy league schools that had facebook then it went to no like other schools yeah and they used to have a thing where it said whether or not you signed on from campus oh yeah, yeah okay i don't know if you remember that so that's way back probably, oh my god yeah that was <laughs> in the first year or two yeah and that that like fucked a lot of stuff. Like it would be like if I'm making moves, I don't I didn't sign into Facebook for that reason. Like if yeah. I know for a fact, like I just didn't sign in. So I don't I don't know how even know how to explain that. Like, but the addiction say, the addiction wasn't that strong though because you know it was such an early thing. Like so you wasn't really like gonna you wasn't gonna come over to like uh, your joints your side chick's crib and sign on to Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the need wasn't there as strongly as it was. You know, what I'm saying? over time you might have done that because you were like, oh, let me check my Facebook. That's before you had it on your phone or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah. you got to it when you got to it, but yeah. you not even like the, the something as nefarious as a side chick. It, it's even basic stuff like you, your friend be like, yo, come through and you know, I got a little party at the suite, but now I gotta go to work. Yeah. Then like it says, oh, Keith signed in from, from on campus at whatever. <laughs> 
Like, what nigga you work at? Hot Topic. What are you, <laughs> you liar? That's my roommate. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Roommate's been messing with my shit. Nah, but but I, I, I'm a firm believer of this. I, so many people get tired of stuff that happens on Facebook. And I like I tell them all the time, like, this that person's using it as their personal journal. They telling all they stuff and and, and and all the stuff that's going on in their life. You can't really get mad of how they using it because that's how people use their personal space. And I feel like with Instagram, that's like something on your phone. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be nothing nefarious. Like you said, you could just be looking at bikini chicks or you could just be looking at cars, right? Maybe you like into cars, but the pictures of the cars happen to have chicks in them. Someone could see that same picture you looked at or liked and, you know what I mean, have, have a, a fake judgment about you. Oh, oh he, into the, he into the assy pictures. No, he just liked yeah. the Lexus in the picture, you know what I mean? Right. But, uh, but <laughs> now this takes away that gray area, though, that confusion, I guess. Yeah, like if the pictures, the photographs got cars with chicks in them, talking like the Fonz got the chicks. <laughs> These chicks. <laughs> Would have been better if I said young ladies. Yeah, women's. <laughs> women's. You watch Succession, Keith? No, nah, I don't, but I heard it's really good, though. I heard it's like um, rich, white, privileged wire. <laughs> like, <laughs> rappers like it. I don't. I gotta watch it. I, I mean, we ain't gonna talk about. it, I guess so. I get a chance to check it out. You get a chance to check it out. But it's, it seems uh cool. Um, I'm I think rap, rap rappers are fascinated with stuff that where you see a lot of um, power plays, like mm-hmm. like shows like Power, like a lot a lot of stuff that has politics in it, and a lot of stuff that has like uh, these these structures, like these professional type structures. Like so, when you think about the Wire and drug enterprises. Um, Scarface is a lot about influence, how he coming up. I think a lot about that coming up and succession is from what I understand is a lot of it's, it's in the name. It's about coming up. That's the mm-hmm. definition of su- succession. Like who somebody's slipping out, who's gonna fill that who's gonna move up and come up and and fill that that um that space. Okay. Um next topic. Uh shit. Senator Kevin Parker, actually from Brooklyn, um wants to enact a bill that will uh i guess in, it, it, he's from he's a new york senator but he's trying to bring the california pay for play um bill to new york so that uh, young college students can get paid um off of their likenesses mm-hmm. and uh jerseys <laughs> <laughs> things of that nature uh also he he's proposing a, an amendment though to that bill uh stating that um in addition to the bill that was recently passed in california he wants College athletes to receive fifteen uh, percent share of annual revenue, uh, which I don't know if that's gonna get passed. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like uh, I definitely think the pay for play uh, bill that passed in California is very easy to, to to pass because it doesn't require the schools to pay these players anything. So it's not like they're really giving up too much of their share. Um, it's really just allowing those players to now go out and uh, make money as well. Uh, that fifteen percent though, they gonna fight for that fifteen percent. <laughs> I did not hear about that, but that's interesting. Um, what the, I, I mean, I wonder what the fight's gonna be like. Maybe the fight's gonna be tenacious or, or whatever. The students are gonna I, win, though. Students are gonna win eventually because it's just the way that life is going. You know what I'm saying? Enough but, people are getting behind them, get, making money. That yeah, I, I guess. I guess. I, I guess there's this. You know why I'm I'm thinking about it? I'm like, but New York. I mean, UCLA. If you play for UCLA or or USC, that that's a that's a, like a thing. But yeah. like, if you play for like State University of New York at Fredonia, yeah, uh, like what? <laughs> 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 only on to only on to state like that. I don't know, but but, again, that, but but the initial bill would make sense for like a place like that because now he could go to the local pizzeria. I was have, just about to say that like yeah, they are kings yeah. in their towns. I went to State University of New York at Stony Brook, and in the town of Stony Brook, New York, they like that's like the center of town. Like the L I the railroad stations, like pretty much. Right next to the camp, like literally adjacent to the campus. Like you don't really have to leave the campus to get on the railroad. Um, the, the like the cultural theatrical center where they have concerts is on the campus. Comic Con out there was on campus. Mm. People came from their homes from the town and came onto campus for football games and all this di- these different kinds of things. So yeah, it's a money maker. Yeah. It's a money. So I, I would imagine that if you're a top notch player on a, a, a small town team somewhere in New York, because upstate New York, man. People probably don't know. People think of New York as like big city, big city, liberal, blue, all, all that shit. Uh, you know, 
healthcare for all, oh, bring your immigrants, sanctuary city. But the New, the New York City is such a small part of the state of New York because right. upstate New York is straight Alabama, man. <laughs> Come around my Alabama, way. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's straight up Alabama. I mean, like, Albany and Buffalo might be like, you know, Austin, Texas or some shit like that. But the rest of it is just straight up. It's just... <laughs> You know the all the shit that they talk are like, yo man, upstate. So New York City did have the whole crack epidemic mm-hmm. and that, that that plagued the black community. And like in New York City, we don't really know about much about the um the opioid epi- or at least the the, har- the the harsher results of the opioid ep- epidemic. But upstate, it has that shit. Mm-hmm. Got farms and shit. Opioid epidemic. Man. Well, yeah, it's the same uh, logic. I think we were talking off air that that a young lady who goes to a small town college said to me earlier: "There's nothing to do around there other than get high." Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, what are they gonna do? Brunch, brunch ain't ain't popular upstate. It's just straight up, yo. It's it's just two p.m. on on a Saturday. We gonna do brunch? Nah, we are gonna do meth, dog. <laughs> Come smoke meth like that. Right. So that, but anyway, we started with, with sports. That took a like turn. That, that, that took a turn. It went from sports to meth, as all conversations do. But like, but that's interesting, though, man. Like, but I guess it's cool because that the conversation's picking up. Like, it's that's how it starts. It starts with a state here and a state there. Mm-hmm. Coach K showed support for uh, Duke coach. Yeah, yeah, and. It's just it's just interesting. I guess I guess you need to start somewhere. So California is a big deal. New York is going to be a way smaller deal. But if it passes, that'll be very very fascinating for for uh, for for people who go to the state university college at Farmingdale. And also, uh, politicians uh, in South Carolina, Maryland, Colorado, Washington have all discussed creating similar bills or laws that would change the way college players are compensated. So now, it's going to happen. Those states that <laughs> would be crazy. But every every other state is gonna have to do it to remain competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like Alabama has to do it because now why would a kid go to um, Alabama if he could go to UCLA and get paid? You know what I'm saying? I can't make money at Alabama, Alabama, so they gotta change the rules there too. Can you imagine some old running back with like NFL talent going to like New York University or some shit? Like that would be bananas. Nah, you know what's gonna happen? No, it's gonna be a, a little a little nigga on campus playing football, making Nike contract money, and he gonna have a crazy car. He not going to no classes, and then this <laughs> this nigga's talking about yo, I'm not playing in the bowl game. <laughs> like, and they gonna be like, what the fuck? What has happened now? You know what I'm saying? That's that's where it's gonna get dangerous. Where some where there's just a young nigga like Zion. You know he's going straight to the mm-hmm. number one pick. Why why would Nike not sign him freshman year? Right. It, I mean, it, I guess it, the the I don't I don't know if to call it a danger, but like a a consideration is that people they start looking out for themselves, which I yeah. guess that's a good thing on an individual basis. I guess if you're a sports fan, because people start talk about amateurism, you got to protect amateurism, and people are like, well, this isn't this isn't going to harm amateurism one bit. It will, but it will also have college kids being able to look out for their own interests. Like I got this talent, and I can't. Profit, like I can't make. I spend all all day working out, or I got pra- practice at six a.m. I go to class, then another practice at five p.m. And I can't make a couple bucks off of this. I think yeah. that's that's the sad part. That's the sad <laughs> part, and I think it, I think it's a good thing if they they get that. You're gonna have to sacrifice some of the am- amateur aspect of it. Just seeing kids going out there, just doing it, just playing. And if I could make a suggestion. Let's add some financial literacy. Let's not have these kids going into these leagues already in tons of debt. You know what I'm saying? Because they they got a big check from su- such and such. You know what I mean? From Reebok or they got a big check from Under Armour. And now this kid don't know nothing about this money. He don't know nothing about taxes. And now he's going into the NFL already owing this people money. So let's 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 try. I know that's a perfect world. <laughs> that's very you know what I mean? Like a utopian thought. But let's 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 hopefully have some of that. Right. Keith, have you heard Dame Lillard versus Shaquille O'Neal? These you two know what? I did. These two NBA heavyweights <laughs> have finally 
finally met. And you know what's crazy? If you would have told me a year ago, you said those names, you'd be like, it was a rap battle, and you're going to be excited about it, Playboy. I'd be like, Shaq and Dame Lillard? <laughs> like, I never, I, I know Dame Lillard's nice, but I never really took the time to really sit down and listen to Dame Lillard's music, which, uh, you know what I mean, I, I, I am guilty of, I'm going to get to. And, I, you know what I mean, Shaq is in that, like, Will Smith, and I'm not dissing you, Shaq. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. But you're in that, he's in that Will Smith category where you know he can rhyme, you know he can put words together, but it's kind of like you're not taking it as serious. And I think that's what Dane was guilty of when he initially said something on the Joe Button podcast um, about uh, Shaquille O'Neal, um, saying that, you know what I mean? People looked at Shaq as Shaq, but not like as a rapper. That's not like... Him he wasn't spit. a technical rapper. It was Shaq, and it was kind of fun. Shaq yeah. is a fun guy, just as Will Smith is, and he was a fun rapper. Exactly, exactly. And and Shaq, Shaq dropped bars. Shaq did not <laughs> appreciate it, and he dropped... Um, you know what I mean? An epic freestyle. Uh, well, it was over. Uh, what was it? What's the difference between me and you? Right, the Dr. Dre mm-hmm. beat. Uh, and it was. It was. I like it. I like it, man. I think. And I think I give Shaq extra points because of that Will Smith element that he's so famous. You know, he don't need this. He's he's rich. You know, he don't need to be doing this. But he's actually spitting some bars and Dame spitting, is, it was rich too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No. 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 I wasn't saying that. In, I was saying what comparison to Will Smith. I wasn't saying uh, that as a, as a way of like. You know, some people would think Will Smith is a corny rapper, so they saying like, "I'm not saying it like that." I'm saying y'all so y'all bigger than having to spit bars and 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 rap, and the fact that you know, what I mean, he actually spit good bars. I, I liked what Shaq spit the first time around with the video with the puppet. I don't know what you thought about it. The sound quality was whack. <laughs> sound right, quality right, right. was crazy, but yeah, yeah. The uh, so <laughs> you know, what it reminds me. Of, so Dame Little is a, a really good technical rapper. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like his. If you like rap, like you listen to his shit. But from an entertainment standpoint, it's it's almost like if two people played one on one, like if you had Tim Duncan versus like Zion, Tim Duncan in his prime versus Zion Williams right now, right? Tim Duncan would probably win a one on one, like score traditionally. But if they scored basketball like they did gymnastics and they just had judges, they look and that looked pretty good. And I'm gonna score this higher than the the next style points style points then Zion would win so let's say they played one on one Tim Duncan the game ends and Tim Duncan has 11 points and Zion has three mm-hmm. but all three of those points was some twisty twisty jumpy crazy dunks and shit like that <laughs> you judge it just looking at it like oh wow Zion bust Tim Duncan's ass cause Tim Duncan is boring like yeah, yeah, oh, no, he's, boring. Saying. he's boring he's really good but it's all technical like it's just he does everything right but not stylish and I think that's what this was so Dame dropped all these bars with the metaphors and shit and the wordplay and Shaq just did his elementary shit mm-hmm. but it was so yeah, he had like the little voice changed his voice and shit and he had the puppet in the music video and he just won crazy on style points and I, that's what this was I think you know the first round I, I, I'd give it to um to to the sound quality wasn't on point, but it was like, you know what I mean? I, I'd even call it maybe a draw because the sound quality on Shaq was on point, but it was still dope. And he he was spitting the truth. He's like, yo, you're not winning. <laughs> you're not out here getting what I am what I was getting in the in the NBA. You're not even out here getting what I was getting in rap. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's facts. And Dame, I think some of the stuff Dame was spitting, like he had a, the, the gift bag is getting repoed line, which, I mean, some people don't know, but like Shaq is known to, you know what I mean, take back presence that he's given women in the past when you know what i mean he the situation ain't working out um and, but but people you know what i mean he was spitting deeper stuff that i guess if you in the know you in the know but if you don't you, you that's just that, that bar is going over your head or something like that um but the, i i think Shaq came around the second time when he came on the victory beat and he was he went ham because he ain't even he does cj mccullum on that shit he does chris paul <laughs> he just fucking sh- uh, Charles Barkley, you know what I'm saying? That was that was um, collateral damage. <laughs> he awakened his inner Tupac. Yeah, just went, went nuts. He went on that shit, and then and then Dame, but like I said, Dame came back technical, and Dame tried to diss uh, Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip Bayless. Like, yeah, what do y'all know about this? What y'all talking about? But it, it's exactly what you say. Like, if they were standing in in in, the, in that bunny rabbit scenario. You know what I'm saying? On the stage, rapping to each other. I think Shaq is going to get bigger oohs and eyes than Dane's bars would have. And uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, this, this ain't no Ether Takeover. Ether Takeover, people was breaking that shit down. Like, yeah, if you listen, man, nah, it's there. <laughs> Jay got the. And then Jay had some style points, but people in the barbershop was the dudes who was really talking, like, breaking down hip hop. Nas won. Like, if you listen to everyone who said, yeah, Ether was better, there's a lot of people who was, like, deep into, especially, like, lyrical rap, like, not necessarily the dancey shit. All right, so 
but people, when you're looking at style points, you say that you you slept with the mother of somebody's kid. That's like, wow. <laughs> they even listen to the rest of the song. It's like, yo, that's that's it. Like, like Jay Z won, but then they broke down the lyrics. Like, yo, Nas just spit some shit, man. He's aggressive on his drink. Now, if we, if we get into a brief discussion about uh, Takeover and Ether, I think that Takeover was a verse about Nas. You know what I'm saying? And then Ether was a full song about Jay Z. So it's gonna come across as a heavier punch. You right. know what I'm saying? But I think if you, if, but the fact that you blist them against each other, you know what I'm saying? I think shows that Jay Z's did a lot in that verse. Right, you know what I'm right. saying on top of that, the ver- the verse dissing prodigy before that, you know what I'm saying, and the the final bar, the rest of y'all gonna get half a bar. Fuck y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like I, <laughs> at a time when a lot of people were coming at Jay Z, you know what I mean? So, um, ain't maturity crazy? Because I don't think Jay Z performs that shit no more. No, nah, I guess he would never be in a venue where that would get like the the energy that yeah exactly it got at the time. Like he wouldn't be in like you know the Webster Hall in New York or some shit like that performing for. I don't know. I, I think if Jay Z did perform it, it wouldn't be as disrespectful as Nas performing it. Why do you but, think that? Because that Nas shit one was just like talking about the way Jay Z like. It, it, it seemed like, damn, you still feel like that in twenty twenty not? You know what I'm saying? Like you talking about the way the nigga look and you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, with Jay Z, one of his, one of his, uh, one of the people, the subjects of one, one of the verses is passed away. Yeah, yeah, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ain't even think about that. Can't, can't they, like, they like, damn, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Not him and Nas friends. Everybody be like, I thought y'all was friends, baby. <laughs> Wait for bringing down the moment. He could do right. the first, first verse, first verse, <laughs> and then just, just go into something else. I guess. Yeah, you could do. <laughs> but yeah, Shaq and Dame, man, that was, that was quite something, man. I, it was good entertainment, man. Especially leading up to leading up to the NBA season, kind of keeps people occupied till it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the NBA going through their own little troubles <laughs> with the, with China right now, so they they could use a distraction. But that China shit almost got crazy. That's uh, crazy how the, uh, looking at business overlapping with politics, especially yeah. with China. Man, it's hard to so many big businesses need so much money, so much money over there. Yeah, so they they <laughs> kind of a lot a large chunk of their profit depends so much on China for uh, even small oh, businesses. I was gonna say for the audience who don't know, uh, Daryl Morey tweeted a free Hong Kong tweet uh, earlier last week, um, and and Hong Kong, if you don't know, is going through kind of a, a rebellion, so to speak. Their uh, powers being has been handed over from Great Britain to China, and um, with rules changing, people are protesting. They're not they're not with the shits, and, and China is apparently with the shits because <laughs> they, they are not well, feeling. I, I, think, I think the simpler way to understand it is that. Uh, when Britain gave up Hong Kong to China, China agreed that, nah, we're going to let y'all do y'all thing. It's just that y'all going to be technically going to be, you know, part of the country of China. So y'all just do y'all thing. And then, but now China wants to come and says, nah, we, you're going to start doing what we do now just because we said so. My therapist, I ain't going to front like a mad educator on this. My therapist was putting me up on game the other day and and she was like, um, now they want to take prisoners from from Hong Kong to Beijing. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get arrested for something, you take you we take you to Beijing and you getting tried up there. And niggas right. like, yeah, I ain't with that. <laughs> right. He's like, nah, fuck that. So that's when shit got crazy. But um, you know, and we seen little media coverage. People throwing, I, I seen people throwing bricks and shit at officers and shit getting crazy out there. But um, nah, they wasn't with that tweet that Daryl Morey put out. They uh canceled a lot of NBA events. They almost canceled the the Nets uh Lakers game that that was played out there. They said that the Rockets will not be played on their stations out there at all. Um, I don't understand how Daryl Morey still has a job, but I guess Adam Silver being such a progressive uh, GM, trying to defend his uh, right to I don't know speech. if it's progressivism, because now that they're, they're, they got a foot into politics, now what does it look like if Daryl Morey gets fired because he supported free speech? Democracy. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Democracy. So that's, yeah. that's the, the balance that they're trying to strike. Like, how are you going to fire him or penalize him in any way? Yeah, you fucking up the money, but, I mean, in, mo- in most other cases, in most other circumstances, if you're messing up the money, then you got to go. But this And if it was less like, public, it's so public that everyone's looking to see what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. If It would be even worse if they said, we got to get rid of Daryl Morey. All they could do now is try to, try to preserve or heal that, that little, you know, divide that China and the NBA got. Yeah. And then, and Ch- the, then China got the whole thing with with Trump, the whole trade war and all that stuff. Exactly, so it's kind of exactly. just managing that tension. 
you know, back with your stakeholders in the U.S. and the stakeholders in China to fire Daryl Morey because he said, well, let me, essentially what Daryl Morey did was he kind of took took American values and, and put it into the situation in China. Said, yeah, yeah. Hong Kong got right. Like they protest and that's what people are supposed to do. But that's what people in America are supposed to do. He also did it during a visit to China. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, like, yeah, we invited you here, son. Like, you know what I mean? Now you coming over talking about what's going on in my crib. So I think that that was an added uh, spit in the face. And it was like, hey, it wasn't y'all one of y'all niggas stealing sunglasses last time? Right, right. <laughs> we let y'all out here, you know what I mean? So, um, nah, but it, it, it's, uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm re- I'm actually happy that they canceled a lot of the uh, press conferences they were going to have because I don't want to see LeBron's situation, LeBron James put in a situation where he has to um, – comment on that because that he makes a lot of money out there yeah cnn you know reporter <laughs> cnn was at at a press conference with russ and, and um james harden and asked a political question first <laughs> of all Jay- cnn was in there i seen james harden talk about uh, we love china <laughs> like he made sure he ended with we it's love like a hostage china. situation uh, i love <laughs> i love china and shit uh the great great people here i think the political situation is perfect and stable they don't fuck up the money yeah, <laughs> don't fuck it up, man. Nah, but um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, yeah, now you got CNN showing up to NBA press conferences for for what? To get a a, a statement out of somebody that's gonna so turn into clickbait. So 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 uh, like a press, like a someone who does PR with with the NBA was at that press conference. I guess managing situations like that and and interrupted and said, "Nah, we not we not answering them type of questions. Move on." Pretty much. Nah. Go Move along, like CNN. Fake news. Move along, exactly. <laughs> Fake news. Pretty much. Or they did was like, we we gonna be like China too. <laughs> exactly. We could show the media, man. Yo, Keith. Another episode, brother. Yep. In the books, man. We doing it. We getting old. Seventy two. What it do? <laughs> man, Keith, where can they find you at on Instagram? Yo, follow the man Keith on Instagram. I seen my man in France dressed with the with the full France. <laughs> regalia going on <laughs> I'm like okay I think he was wearing a scarf <laughs> he might have had the hat on one in I'm France like, <laughs> yeah man I didn't I didn't go full beret I didn't want to go too crazy with it you know it's funny real quick is Instagram shit man it's just so I'm just such a, a grumpy old man I see people wearing it's crazy like they wear the berets and shit but when when you see them walk and then you see them try to get some crazy Posed by the Louvre or some building, make sure they get the angles right, and it's just it's fascinating to watch. Like I don't knock it too much. Like I look, I think I'm 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 warming up to it. Like I won't do it, but I look at them like I get it, man. Like that, they experience Instagram and get it right. Like it, yeah. it, it's, it's good. So to see people want to be influencers, and you never know. Like you be you could walk past somebody with fifty, you know, sixty, hundred, two hundred thousand mm-hmm. followers verified and all that shit. But like the 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 efforts. It, it, they go through to make the content. I guess it's admirable, but it's just kind of funny to see because it's not natural. It's just, yeah, I'm not of that culture. Yeah, it feels very unnatural. Now I know what you're saying. Yeah, my wife was asking me, Yo, uh, do people? You think people wear braids here? And we asked somebody, a French person, one of our tour guides, and she's like, Yeah, I mean, so like it, it depends. And um, so my wife was pointing out people that oh look, that girl got on a braid. That girl got on a braid. I'm like, ain't none of them from here. Like they don't even look like they're from here. There was a girl with like a pink beret. And like a, a white t-shirt tucked into like a pink dress. And then, you know, we looked at her movements. She's going to do the whole Instagram picture thing. Her friend's taking photos. Then she goes and checks to see if the angles is right. And then she's like, no, try it again. I'm going to do this thing. And then goes back to see if the angles is right. And then, then another girl, another tourist doing it's pretty much the same thing. Got the beret on. But yeah, man, it, France is dope. You know, take a little trip or whatever. That's how they can spot tourists and shit. They see that. Oh, there goes another beret. Oh hell yeah, man! When I was in the south of France, people all by the beach. I saw somebody on the boardwalk, um, by the Mediterranean, taking all kinds of over and over. It's it's fascinating. Yo, Keith, another episode in the books. Like I said, where can they find you at on Instagram, dog? Me and my underscore thirty five. My name on Instagram is Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Follow me on Instagram. Follow uh, our entire podcast on the inst- on the Instagrams uh, at Perfect Talk Radio. You can also check us out now on Spotify. Bloop, 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 bloop. Also, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, 
uh what else podcoin uh, of course soundcloud the, the the old school you know what i'm saying the originator none greater also check out my radio show it's called the night shift you can check that out on mixcloud.com and also the mixcloud app search for dj plick a playboy because i'm doing big things keith say goodbye to the people dog peace peace